Hello, family and friends. I'm Coke Robinson, mother, wife, and CEO. Question, do you understand how important faith is and how it affects your everyday life, being a parent, spouse, and entrepreneur? This podcast teaches you how to stand on your faith, forgiveness, breaking generational curses, healing, and growing in your spiritual walk into all that God has called you to be. Join me as I invite you to take a journey of healing and staying firm on your faith while being an entrepreneur. Also, I've invited some friends to come along and share their inspirational journeys as well. So, welcome to Heavy on the Faith Podcast. What's up, family and friends? We are back. We have a special guest today on this episode. Her name is Nakia Moody. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Thank you for having me again. You're welcome. <laughs> Y'all get her applause. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I like the sound of that. Okay. <laughs> Okay, y'all, so we're talking about her book today. Um, it's self-titled, I Am Nakia, Unapologetically. And y'all, I really had got deep into this book because this book got some stuff in it. If y'all have not read it yet, please go out and get it. It's very, very good. Um, it has, like, real-life issues. And I'm looking, when I'm reading the book, you know, this is so crazy because when you read books, sometimes, you know, all the time when I read a book, it always takes me somewhere. But this book took me to my own life. I could definitely relate to a lot of things in here. So she she know I got a million questions. <laughs> and I'm going to be honest, everybody, I've been scared to come and do this interview because she has a whole notebook sitting in front of me. Man, so. notebook, <laughs> uh, highlighted pages, tabs on the pages, because we finna go down through it. I brought my lemonade. So. Okay. <laughs> she did bring me some lemonade, so <laughs> she's trying to get me right. <laughs> Okay, so let me tell you what I thought about the book first, okay? The book is really good, okay? First, when I first started reading the book, the first thing I thought was like, dang, like I really got to get to know her right now, like as a person, because if I would have read this and not know you, like I don't, I really got to, how, if this was anybody else's book, I was like, this person was still hurt. This her this person still going through a lot, you know what I'm saying? Reading this, and I, I'm gonna give my honest opinion. So, <laughs> reading this book really made me look at you differently. Not in a bad way though, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> when I read it, the first thing I was thinking like, she done been through a lot of stuff. We have a lot of we actually for real for real based off of this book alone, we have so many similarities. You're my sister, you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm going to tell you something. And I'm gonna, when I read this, I said, Lord, I, I said it right out of my mouth. I said, Lord, you always connect me to people who have similar stories to me. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's always a sign when the Lord trying to use me or get me to somebody. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when I read this, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I had to stop on some pages and be like, whoa. You know what I'm saying? But... 
first question, like, I mean, wait, let me get this out of the way first, but the book was so good. I like the way you dissected everybody's section, like, you know, mom, dad, kids, you talked about the baby daddies, talked about the, your life traumas, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And it was really, like, in-depth. Like, I was out all through the book from the first page to page, I want to say it was... 50, was it 50 something? It was in the 50s. Lord, she know the page. <laughs> this is serious. From, from the first page to like page, I want to say it's like 51 or something like that, or 48 or 51, one of those. From this page, from the first page to that page, I was like praying like, Lord, I'm hoping, y'all, if y'all hear stuff in the background, my door is open, I mean, my window open, so it's going to be stuff that y'all hearing, but y'all stay tuned, we still good. Um, from the first page to the last page, before when you talked about yourself, like, uh, your healing and all that stuff, right? Before you talk... Name is somebody on a motorcycle over there, y'all. <laughs> Y'all gotta excuse me because this, like, I can hear everything in this mic, so it's on me. But um, from the first page, like this page, when I first started reading the book, I was like, oh my god! Like, I, have a I was just, for you. Huh? Did you cry on the first page? I didn't cry. It was more heartfelt than yeah. anything. It made me really like pay attention. You know what I'm saying? You know how when you start reading a book, and sometimes a book can be boring, and then you be like, ah. You probably nodding <laughs> off and falling asleep. Yeah. It made me really like so I was like chilling back when I started reading this book, mm -hmm. right? And then when I seen when I was reading it, it made me sit all the way up and pay attention. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know, you finna get into detail, you know. So I'm like, man, what? And this was me. I'm reading a book and I gotta go back and look at your face like Nakia. <laughs> What you say? I kept looking what? back at your picture like, yes. girl. Like, for real, Nikia. girl. I, I, look, I wanted to call. I said, I'm not going to call her while I'm reading this book because I, I got to read this book all the way throughout. So I need this for my, I need this for this podcast. Right. But when I tell you, you threw me, y'all, I got phones ringing and everything. And my son is really literally calling me while I'm doing this podcast. Um, But let me turn my cash. Are you serious? Uh, <laughs> I'm keeping all these in here. Every blooper. I'm keeping it yes, in here. Yes, we need all the, because this is real. <clears throat> yes. So, I kept going back to your face. You know how you can see, you want to see like, you know how they say, I don't look like what I've been through. Mm -hmm. I had to keep <clears throat> going back to your picture like, Nikki, <laughs> what, what happened? You know what I'm saying? But, this book is really deep because you hit some, you said some things in this book and I made, I highlighted so much in this book. So I just want to let you know, if you see some highlights, I want to talk I about seen them all. as soon as I sat down with you at the table <laughs> and you went for doing this, you know how you go flipping through the pages real fast. Like Man, what are those things called when they make comics and then it's so you flip and then yes. show you how, that's how I see them. Yes. Cause baby, I got some things to ask you. Um, first off, I want to say, that I admire your bravery in making this book because I can honestly say I, at one point I wanted to make a book to our red drawers and then I said I don't want nobody in my business like this <laughs> man I said I don't want nobody reading my story and 
not passing judgment on me, but just really like, I don't want nobody to look at me like that. You know what I'm saying? And not saying that somebody going to look at you like that, but I don't want them kind of eyeballs on me. You know, people already want to know me. I want just to be the curiosity of it all. If you really want to know me, come ask me because this really made me be like, nope. I got a testimony. Yes, I'm ready. ready. Uh -uh. But I do want to do it, but I got reservations on it now. Exactly. Yes. And I say that to say it's going to come out just how you want it. Yes. Fear going to try to keep you hostage and Mm -hmm. and just keep pressing forward because trust when I tell you exactly what you're saying is what I was going through doing that book. Yeah. like I said, I, I got, felt that. I got my start from Bishop Trina Wells. Mm-hmm. And she kept telling me, you have a story. You have a story. I just read in your passage in my book, you have a story that people, I, God wants you to tell. And it's crazy because he's been working with me for pushing me for a long time. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know, I just need to quit being hard-headed and go on to write yeah. this story. And I called up. I called. I just knew one thing. I did not want to write. Yeah. So I called my uh, editor. And I said, Plus, I had a lot of material to give her. Okay. And I didn't, you know, it was crazy. That's how I knew it was God because I didn't think I was going to be as involved as I was in the book. Okay. She was like, you've been so involved. We was done. It took like a year. Okay. Like, so, yeah, by me giving her like as much material as I gave her mm-hmm. and just be meeting once a month or how often I wanted to. But like, she'll shoot me stuff. Okay. All right. She was like, whatever on your mind, whether it's a thought or a pet, just send it to me. Send mm-hmm. it to me. So, and that's how it was. So whatever, okay. came, because the way I think, I'm. We may talk about something now, and I might not think about it till later. Right. And I'm like, dang, we ain't, I ain't even touch on this. Right. So it's like it was more so whatever popped in my mind that I knew. Hey, put this somewhere, and I needed her because I'm like she knew exactly where to put things. Right. Where to put it? Where where it wouldn't fit? Where it would fit? So, right. Because yeah. this is this is really in depth. Like I like granted, it's <laughs> it's surface because. But it's in depth too, yeah. Because it you it makes you relatable, you know what I'm saying. It makes you be able to, you know. I always tell people the first part of building relationships is to be relatable. Mm-hmm. Look at the word relationship. You know what I'm saying. So reading this made me think a lot. You know what I'm saying because. My story is similar to yours, but it got a lot of bad stuff that I have to tell. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. it it has to be told in order for people to know who I am. And so, in writing this book, I got to ask, like, did you, like... Okay, so you said you did the editor thing. You Mm -hmm. know, you let the editor do what they needed to do, and you just wrote what you needed to write. Like, she knew where to place things. But it, it blew her mind that I knew, like, she like, where did you even, even with the dialogue, yeah. like how everything is worded right. per chapter? She's yeah. like, where did you come from with that? And I'm like, God, really? He helped right. me. That's why I say, that's why I knew it had to be done. Like it was time to get that book out so yeah. that people could know like, and yeah. I get that a lot. You don't even look like what you've been, been through. In that book. Yeah. But you know what? <laughs> it always be, I'm telling you, God give his, what they say. What to tell me? I want you to finish this. God give the what to the what? Ooh, he give it strongest. Okay. Okay. Because when I tell you, he stayed throwing it on me. Man. I just summed it up. I just threw my hands back. I was like, Lord, you're just going to make me get it out the mud. Well, okay. You ain't going to let nothing be easy with me. Uh-uh. So I'm just going to just go and take that as it is and just roll with it because 
You ain't let me do nothing either. Uh-uh. Because I'm going to tell you something that blew my mind. I kept thinking, like, did she forget these people? I did. You did? I did. That was my main question right there. Uh-huh. God forgives me. Okay. I don't know that's right. I don't hold grudges. Yeah. I can't. I I can't hold grudges no matter what a person do to me. Mm -hmm. I'll be upset. I will be ready to... (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And, um... I'm glad you forgave him because when I read this book, you almost made me be like, uh-uh. Oh, yeah. Uh-uh. Um, you know, you had those thoughts, but I just always just look to God. I'm, I'm telling you, like, I don't know nobody else to go to, but I know that's you know, right. if I go to somebody else and the advice they'll give me is, come on. Yeah. Because, um, you know, especially people that cherish me like that, they mm-hmm. be ready to go fight. Uh, man. But I just like let God fight for you because I can harm you physically, but God can harm you in ways I could never. Yes, what so, they say, God don't play about me. He don't. I know that's right. Look, I'm gonna tell you just. Uh, I was reading your book, and I was I was at the shop right, and um, I was telling Koya, I said, "Oh my goodness, I'm reading the Kia book," and I said, "This is blowing me away. Like I gotta read you some of it." And I was reading her some of it. And I said, "This if I didn't know her, you know, I said I really this let me know." that what you think you know about people you don't know mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and this is a prime example of not judging a book by its cover you know literally <laughs> you yeah. know what i'm saying so it's just like and because the way it blew me away i'm like koya oh my god i gotta read this to you because it was just like now of course i'm gonna be wrong and cut when i tell you First thing I was thinking, like, I was like, is this a book about God? Because why she cussing up? <laughs> I said, hold on, wait a minute. I said, she going off. In the beginning, you was going off. I was, because I, like I told my editor, because she was like, it wasn't like that. She yeah. had cleaned it up. I yeah. said, oh, no. Oh, I you wanted you to it, put it and cut. I said, because I need them to know when I was crying. Okay. I need them to know when I was. You want them to I want feel them you. to feel me. Yeah. I, I was like, this is too clean for me. This ain't my story. I ain't feel <laughs> like that. She was like, <laughs> you so you want it? I want it. Now yeah. my next one won't yeah. be. Yeah. But this is me. Yeah. This I, is get I, this I get is it. I get it. Because I had through. to I had to ask you that because right now I'm struggling with cussing. Ooh, you know. And um <laughs> you gotta get in prayer. But when I read this, I said, Oh my god, come on now. Come on now. <laughs> but I can't I had to ask because, you know, a lot of Christian books I read, it don't have that in there. It's when somebody's trying to get close to God, they they keep all the cussing out. It's almost like I clean my life up so I can't tell y'all this, but, but I'm glad. Yes. I'm you glad that I'm glad that you explained and it let me know because yeah. y'all, she gonna cuss up in here. So just know it's in there. I am cussing. Okay. <laughs> Because I show was like, uh, okay. Not I because just... I want to. It's just simply because, like I said, that's me. I wanted you to know my thoughts. I yeah. wanted you to feel my rage. I, I, I wanted y'all to feel me when I cried. I wanted you, you know what I'm saying? And that we discussed that, you know, it's been, mm-hmm. let them read it. Because yeah. a lot of them come from cussing, smoking, yeah. drinking, partying, yeah. toting it. Uh, yeah. Come on. That's yes, what God that's... choose to do. Yeah, his word. His word. Yes. So, so... I don't want to hide nothing that yeah. I've been through. How you going to know me if I sugarcoat it? And you know what? That brought me back to Jesus with his disciples. Jesus hung around murderers, prostitutes, all that. He didn't hang around priests and good people and people who weren't doing no... He hung around those people, those people who gave their life to God. They were still... They still had a story, no matter what. They still had a past. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? God, he accepts you for no matter what. 
So if you had to cuss in this month, honey, you just had to do what you had to I do did. to get it out. And I did what I had to do. <laughs> so I don't blame yeah. you. I, I, I totally understand. Okay. I got to get off into this book. Wait, the first question I wanted to ask you. In your dedication to your children, you said you failed them. Mm-hmm. Why? Why do you feel like... I feel like you felt as if you didn't have enough time to fix it. It kind of gave them vibes. Like, why you say that? That you failed your kids? I felt. You felt I like felt. you failed Now I can them. say I felt. Okay. Because <laughs> I was like, because come on now. <laughs> at, in that moment, yeah. I, I felt them. Yeah, I felt I felt I felt them because of the choices I made. Mm-hmm. So I blame myself for a lot, you know. But now that I know those choice, God don't make no mistakes. No, you know what don't. I'm saying. I know that now. Yeah. But when you down, I, down and out, and you just don't know, mm-hmm. this is how you feel. That's when we fall into depression and so on. So I felt like I felt them from the choices I made, right. from the type of guys I chose, just not knowing, you know. Yeah. And you know when you was got some children and you a single mother and you want your kids to be with a good dad you right. want your, you know i wanted that for them but i got the hand that i was dealt yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. now i'm i don't feel that way no more right you know but yeah i felt like i felt my kids i felt them i couldn't even get give you guys a good dad because mm-hmm. you know i'm rain i'm waiting for you to make a pre-sequel to this book and when it's you I, I i want the pre-sequel because <laughs> i want you to say i want <clears throat> Granted, I read this, right? And when I read it, I just kept praying while I was reading it. And I was praying and I was like, I'm like, Lord, you know, our tongue is our life and our death. So when I was reading, I was praying all of that away. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because when when you read stuff, you know, like a lot of the time, like where I'm at in my life, I have to read positive things. I have to listen to positive things. You know what I'm saying? So when I was reading your book, I was praying throughout your book. And I wasn't praying because it was bad or anything. I was praying because it was bringing up old wounds. You know what I'm saying? So I had to be like, huh, you know what I'm saying? Okay, I'm finna pray. Let me stop praying, you know, and kind of get it together. But it brought up a lot of old wounds and things that I thought like, oh, you know, that I really didn't that you think about. You hadn't healed from. No, that I healed from, healed from, but I just, I just let it go. I kind of like, you know how I don't suppressed it. Like just, eh, no, I just, side. I just didn't want to renege oh. and bring it back up because when you hear somebody talk about something, kind of bring up the feelings. We never gonna let a feeling go. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Or we never gonna let. We always remember things that happened to us. It's like we forgive, but we don't forget. And mm-hmm. it just took me back to that place. Oh, okay. okay, so that's why I had to pray, but um. I understand what you said when you, you said know, that. Yeah, you know, I look back at my kids, I'm like, dang, I couldn't even give y'all a decent day. You know what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't. You know, you when you have kids and you really love your kids, you want what's best for them. Yeah. But now I know sometimes giving them what's best for them would be the worst thing ever. That is true. I know that now. I didn't know? I didn't yeah. get that. Uh, I didn't understand that. We make them weak. Yeah. Because, we you know what, I'm going to tell you something. As a mother, I felt you so strongly in this book on a lot of things that you said you know what i'm saying um having kids is not the easiest thing and Mm -hmm. people people look at it like oh i could push the baby out and they we make it look good but it it, it's Mm -hmm. it's some real bad things that come along with that from the fathers 
from the people that's in our lives, how they talk to us, how they and simply just birthing us. Yeah, that's hard. That's yeah, not it's not easy. So it's just like it's more to it than just being a mother. You know, you really gotta have a backbone while you raising kids. You really gotta have. You gotta. You it's a, a state of mind. You need a support system. Yeah. yeah, and it do take a village. You know, I don't feel like that. I could. I always say, I got my kids, I can do this. But if it weren't for me taking advice from different women and being around other women, that was, I felt, I seen them doing good by their kids and they was older than me and they could teach me something. But I just don't take advice from everybody. You know what I'm saying? Especially when it comes to my kids. And I seen, (laughs) it was a couple of uh, places in the book where you was talking about your village, basically the people who you thought was this or that, but we're going to get to that. Another question in him. <laughs> um, you asked the question in your um in the beginning of the book. Have you lowered your value based on experiences from others? Do you feel? Why did you say that? Because that was the first question you asked everybody. You said, "Do you feel like you lowered your you know values?" based on your experiences from others yep well i said that because that is a good question mm-hmm. do you feel like you lord your value? and i feel like i did okay. because a lot of times i feel i felt like listening to a lot of advice yeah was not good mm-hmm. instead of taking my own mm-hmm. and just trusting myself right you know what i'm saying so it's like a lot of my experience from others been Oh, well, you a mama? You got this. Like, yeah. So I had molded myself as, oh, I'm a mother. Like, I got this. And right. I don't got it. And all in all, I don't have this. I'm crying out for help. Exactly. Like, and you pass, and you just simply like, you them your kids. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I did. I lowered my value also because I did. I knew who God was, but I didn't know who God was. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? So to think back on it now, yeah, at that moment I did. And then, mm-hmm. you know, that was a question I wanted to ask a lot of different, even right. men. Do yeah. you feel like you lowered your values based on it? Because you don't get a lot of good advice from people. You mm-hmm. don't, you know, it's always enough to just get you on by. I, I or think... to not get too in-depth in your business. I don't want to help you too much. I don't want to, mm-hmm. I don't want to see you do too much better. But, but you see, know, so. But see, that taught me something because I feel like people can mold you. Because if you don't know better, people can put the wrong things on you and mold you and you could be a monster when it's over with. You know what I'm saying? Based on the things that people try to put into your life or make you feel like you don't have no choice but to do what they tell you to do or ain't nobody else that's going to tell you but me. You know what I'm saying? They put Mm -hmm. you in them type of situations and us being... First off, being young will put you in a that can naive, naive, yes. So it's just like your village is somebody to trust. You know, you listen because you want somebody to trust, like somebody that's gonna lead you down the right path. Mm -hmm. And I've seen a lot, a lot I shouldn't have seen. Yeah. (laughs) And I just thank God that you know I always say like I just thank God for a plan. I would be a a terror right now had I just went along with. Man, a lot of the things I've been around. Yeah, I I, I felt that in this book, child. <laughs> I definitely felt that in this book. Um, another question I wanted to ask because I'm I'm gonna be reciting a lot of things that you say because I want to see what you meant by that. Um, you said uh, a question I want to ask you is uh, why do you think women were conditioned by fairy tales? 
you know, as little girls, our parents make us watch all the little fairy tale movies and all that stuff. And That's what we have. We think that we didn't see that at home. Yeah. We seen our mothers working hard. Yeah. To the bone, to the point to where they could barely even do things with you. Exactly. You know, all, I, all I seen my mom do was work. Mm-hmm. And I used to be mad at her because she was always tired. But I was a kid. I didn't. Okay, I want to do, th- but I want to do things. You know what right. I'm saying? So it's just like we watching this on TV. So we like dreaming like this. Us. That's what they made it seem like this yeah. was life. But we live in this life. Mm-hmm. You see, so yeah. yeah. But see, that's why. Um, and it's for girls and boys because I feel like a lot of this talk that we're gonna be talking is gonna be based around women. But even. Even for men or young boys, I always wanted cash because I was raised in the in the Disney World era. So I kind of raised my older kids in the Disney World era. And um, cash, I made sure that he got to see a lot of faces that was his color, like books that we read and things that we did, because I felt like it was important for him to see him. You know, I didn't right. read him books. It's not portrayed. Yeah, it's it's definitely not because Cinderella, white, Snow White, white. You know, we get to see these stories of these white women living fairy tales, and us black women. See what do yeah kids yes what do we what do we get to see what do it's it's I know that people gonna say why did you say something about color but it's true it is because we living in a society where everything is based off color you know women go through stuff and we look at the things that we was what we seen when we were younger you know what i'm saying like when you think of aladdin when i got older i thought all people like that was murderers people chop off people's heads you know like or thieves because aladdin you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. That was what my thoughts was based around, based off of what I seen. You know, I thought all Indians rode horses and did all, like, the stuff that I seen as a kid. So when I got older, it was kind of like, that's what your mind go to because that's how you were conditioned, you know? And a lot of people don't understand, like, when you a young black woman, if you don't see the things that you need to see in the household, the things on TV are going to affect you yeah. in life. And they're gonna be the things because you're gonna be like, well, this is how it was. Yeah, this is real life right here. Yeah, you know. So yeah, um, like I said, I was watching the show the other day, and you know, when you like you say, when you sit and you pay attention, and I was like, ain't that crazy? Mm -hmm. Since we're on this topic, I was like, ain't this crazy? Why all the friends married except the black guy? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, all black men are just bachelors. bachelors, right? They really love. Like, I'm like, do people not know? Like, black people are like, we love family. Yeah, but they don't portray us that way. Nope. They portray us as uh, killers, drug dealers, prostitutes. Um, they don't portray us in those ways. Like now, like I look at society now and see the women winning. Like, um, Lord, y'all forgive me if I don't say this girl name right, but. The- <laughs> The one that won um a hundred meters. I mean, Miss um, I keep Lord, y'all forgive me. It started with an S though, right? Yeah. Okay. All the uh, black people are winning right now. Shakara, it is. Is it Shakara? Okay. Yes, girl, because my mind straight on this book. But it's just like society right now is showing us winning. You know what I'm saying? But I could say more to that story. Control. Yes. 
I could say more on that, but right now what I'm going to say is like society right now is just showing us that black people are winning and we we doing, yes, we've been winning, but it just don't be portrayed like that. Yeah. You know, anytime we hear a story on the news about black people, it's about somebody got killed, uh, all the bad things they was doing. You know, it's never nothing good when it comes to black. It's like they try to keep us in this low vibration and not keep us in a high vibration because the girl uh the the track star shakara they had did her so wrong at first talked about her like a dog from her nails her braids her smoking weed all that stuff and then now that she up now y'all want to praise her but that just goes to show how many people are clapping for you because i'm gonna clap for you when you down i'm gonna clap for you when you up because we don't ever know what people are going yeah through. you know and what she i'm saying was going she was going through nobody something took the time to realize that yeah and you just went off Oh, she tested positive for marijuana. Mm-hmm. Boom. That's all you need to know. Right. No, I want to know deeper than that. Why you smoke? Right. Like, why can't you smoke? Exactly. Mess that up. Exactly. You know? But you know, they not gonna that's not nothing that they gonna address because the, how they look at us, how they portray us. Mm-hmm. So being, you know, being black, it's a lot of things that come with that. You know what I'm saying? Cause we don't see our stories like I kinda it's so crazy because as a black woman being raised in Muskegon, um, dealing with the things that we deal with, our our village, all the stuff that we go through, it's a lot of women in Muskegon that have very similar stories. I don't know if it's the clouds, I don't know if it's the air we breathe. I don't know. It's just it just seemed like a but lot it's of also women. A lot of us that have been so damaged, we don't know how to confide. We don't even know what pure love is mm-hmm. from another woman. Yes. You know, so it's just like But it's because it's because our mothers. You know, I I, I read I gotta read something from your book. <laughs> Cause hold on. Uh now, when you talked about your dad, that definitely blew me away, okay? Because I know it's a lot of fathers that ain't in their kids' life, but for your dad to be there some of the time or how was your dad in your there life and not be there yeah to be yeah. there and not because it gave me both of those vibes like he was there but you he wasn't there, there. I, like i tell him to do that you was around yeah i seen you yeah i went with you mm-hmm. what did you teach me yeah uh it's a part in this book that i highlighted you said i never witnessed the history of my dad and my mom but I've always heard the stories and believed what I've been told. I've witnessed the, the tail end of their relationship, what I call a waste of my a waste of time on my mother's behalf. A lot of black women experience that same trauma. That's trauma. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that I did highlight the majority of the trauma that a lot of women go through that you went through because we don't get to see that. And a lot of household black families, we don't get to see the parents argue and make up. We don't get to see them fight and make up. We don't get to see the 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 love that yes, still that's keeps us together. together. Yes, we get yeah. to see all the bad stuff or hear about all the bad stuff. So it's just like... So then what do we do with our lives when we get older? Like, what do we do? And we feel like that because we have nothing to come from. Yeah. 
I'm we got to build our we own. We don't we have <laughs> nothing to come from. So yeah. it's like looking in that book, it's like she bumped her head over and over because I had to go through it to learn from it on yeah. my own. Yeah. You know, um, a lot of people that was like, oh, give me advice. You're married. Like, y'all still together. So love holds you guys together. You know, mm-hmm. I watch my dad play games, manipulate. I was with him. So you, she know my mom all the time. And the fact that you could even stand going to lay in the bed with my mom, I'm like, how? Yeah. How could you? Like, you got to be the slum to just be Do laying you? up all day and come laying in the bed with my mom. <laughs> and then try to stress her out. Right, the but then, but then you see how much of an impact that got on you right now. Yeah. Like how you just, <laughs> it got an impact on you because it had an impact on you because of how you said it. Because a lot of women go through stuff like that, mm-hmm. and it's like they look at me and like, like I don't have some experiences where I looked at my husband and like, oh, you remind me of my daddy. Like certain things, like I you dated know. my dad. Ooh, child, I, I have it. A full version of my dad, and I updated bits and pieces of my mm-hmm. dad. And it's you know what it's from because our dads are our first love. Mm-hmm. That's women, yep. so we we get to see our dad a lot in men, and men we date in the men, the, even the good I and didn't bad even of know things. I was. Whew, child. My sister hit me one day. She was like, "Nene," with the same look up to look giving you right now. She was like. Are you looking for your daddy in these men? Yeah. It's like you keep dating the same type of dudes, and it's like I couldn't we get mad because it. it was like a Raven Simone moment. Like, am I mm-hmm. am I looking for my dad unknowingly? And yeah. it was unknowingly. That's why I say we do a lot of things knowingly and unknowingly, and but, unknowingly I was. And it took for her, for God to put that on her to say that to me, mm-hmm. for me to start changing it up. It took yeah. a while. But I, I've I got been it. in that place, so I definitely feel what you're saying. <laughs> yes. But you know what the Lord told me? He said, We do that because we be trying to get him all these second chances to get it right. So we try to do that. And then we try, that's why we forgive men for all the crazy stuff that they do because we want them to get it right. You know what I'm saying? Because girl, as young girls, we love our father. So we, you know, I forgave him so much. Exactly. Like, exactly. All I knew was to just keep forgiving you, even for all the harsh things. Yeah. You know, so now looking at that and knowing that that's where they, that's where it's, that's simply where it comes from. Mm hmm. I have to read this. <laughs> uh, it says, uh, Dad, I hate the way you talk. I hate how ignorant you are and how you're okay staying stuck in your ways. I hate how selfish you are. I hate how you are okay with effing everybody over as long as it benefits you. I hate how stupidly you think. I hate how you don't have respect. I hate. I hate you treat me like that. Well, you said something else, but I. <laughs> but I hate you never taught me anything. What did your daddy teach you? Because this blowed me away. When I read this, I said, what in the world? Look, what they was at? What they was doing? Right, but. Well, my dad, I, be, I pray for him. I promise you I do because mm-hmm. I'm like. But and you was a kid to think, good. and I'm a kid feeling like yes, that because you made me feel like crap a lot. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I wore a lot of emotions. So you got to think like I have a lot of stepmoms yeah. that love me to death, and I love them back. And I think they had no choice but to actually kind of like each other because of they love me so much. Mm-hmm. But you know, um, 
used to see him hurt people a lot. Yeah. My dad, really selfish. You know, just worry about self. Just mm-hmm. so what I can get up out of you. Using people. And it's like, dang, you even did. You even use me. You don't care about me. You Man. use me too. You only come around when it benefit you. You only want something from me when it benefit you. And that hurt. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, I had to like let that go. Because you were a problem as well in my life that I needed to move out the way. Man, because you said... He and these women will leave me on the couch to watch television and disappear for hours in a room. I now realize that he left me sitting there so he could go have sex with them. That blew me away because do you know how many kids? That's why I, I done went through that. You know what? I've always told, and now it's talking about bitter baby mama. I've never been bitter. Just mm-hmm. always been real. Right. Hey, take my kids to the woman that you deal with. The one you see yourself with. Yeah. Everybody don't deserve to see Mm-mm. or know you. Because black people don't think kids be knowing stuff. Kids are smart. Because if you said that as a kid and you knew that as a kid, mm-hmm. kids is smart. Mm-hmm. They know stuff. Don't ever think. Y'all, listen now. <laughs> These kids are smart. They know everything. Yeah, they can put one and two together. It just takes them to have a memory. And they're going to put it together when they older. Oh, you was doing this. I'm telling you, y'all, you got to be better examples for these kids. Don't put them in situations to where they see and stuff that they don't have yeah. no business in or dealing with because it brings trauma to them. Because I witnessed a person in my life, and I don't said this on live to hurt a person before, so I'm not going to say it in a way that I did, but I witnessed a woman in my life having sex with a man on the couch behind me while she was watching me when I was younger. And it traumatized me because you not you having sex in the same room I'm in, so it traumatized me in a way. So it's a lot of things I've as been in those I got. Situations. Yeah, I've it's been. it's just weird because you know yeah. it, you reflect on like when a child remembers something like that, like that's etched in my memory. I cannot scratch that out. You know what I'm saying? And it it always bring me back to a lesson or saying I never do that. You know what I'm saying? So I never did stuff like that because I felt it affected me so much as a kid it changed my way of doing things as an adult Mm -hmm. seeing that so when you said that 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 took me right back to that memory like dang like this some stuff like that's why i said i was related to you the entire way through like what but that that part blew me away because people don't understand all the things that kids deal with on a daily basis in here yeah, and stumble upon. Yeah, and once is like you say when it once you get a whiff of it and it's etched in your mind, it, it can't, it won't go nowhere. No, and you can like let it go for a while, but something to trigger it to come up. You'll mm-hmm. remember, you'll see a face and be like, I and you'll be like, I remember. Yes, that's what I remember from you. Yes, ain't that crazy? That is crazy. It's this part in here about your dad. This, this really, this would have did something to me as a kid. You said, I remember going to the candy store one day on my way home from school as a kid. As my friend and I approached the store, I could see my dad inside. I got so excited and rushed into the store only to find him gone. He was nowhere to be found. But I knew I had seen him. He had hidden from me. My own father went and hid from me. So he didn't have to see me. This type of behavior made me feel as if he hated me. And I couldn't figure out what I did for him to react to me like this. So I cried all the way home. I bottled it up. 
I didn't even tell my mom when I got home, but I did speak to God as a kid. Mm -hmm. You know, and I walk past that every time I ride past that story. <laughs> I know that it's pops a, in my yes. Head. Oh my goodness! I told you that trauma pops right in my trauma. Head. Every time I ride past Mr. White's candy store. Oh my goodness! And that was hurtful. They was like, you know, I was so I hadn't seen them. Mm -hmm. See, my dad loved other people's kids. That's crazy. So I don't know what's up with his own man, but <laughs> you made me. That's crazy that you, you know? just said that. And um, girl, I took off running in that store. I just wanted to see him. I seen him. He was sitting in the chair waiting to get a haircut. And when I went in there, he was just gone, like gone, like a ghost. Mm. And I had asked Mr. White, I was like, where's my daddy? You know, because you and that, come on, back in that time, everybody was family, you know, yeah. real close. He was like, your dad went to the bathroom. Another man came out the bathroom. I'm like, he ain't in there. He was like, he did. He really left out the back door. My daddy is skirt. My daddy is like that. Lord, and the fact that to this day he still can't understand why I feel how I feel bothers me. Mm -mm -mm. So I just don't even deal with it, and I just I still just pray about it, Lord, in your time. Yeah, we will. Until then, I'm not because we're still supposed to honor our mother and father. Right. You provoke me when I'm around you, and I don't want to disrespect you, and I will when we're around. Yeah, and I'm just uh, truthfully speaking. Yeah, so I stay away. Mm -hmm. I do. Um. I'm I'm glad you just said that because this is another thing I want to tell y'all parents. It does say that, you know, children should obey your parents, but it does say parents do not provoke your children. Mm -hmm. I think that y'all forget that when y'all say that, because y'all kind of forget how it felt to be a kid. You got to remember those things and remember, don't, don't be on them like that. Like don't provoke them to do stuff to you because if they disrespect you out of you provoking them, ain't nothing going to happen to them because you, you knew provoked you it. provoked that yeah. so you know parents watch that too with them kids now um you said i accepted the love they decided they wanted to give which was based on lies deceit and repeated apologies i mean if you can't beat them you just gotta join them at oh some point no to get the love you know really I'm a kid. you just won't yeah, i'm a kid I and just you know, want I to be I had to keep telling myself that you were kid I was in a this kid. book. You know, what I, no, I don't care now. You don't yeah. have to love me. God love me. Yeah, that's who makes sure I'm good. Nikia, you say if you can't beat them, join them. That's how I felt as a kid, though. I I just had to accept the love I could. Like, that's girl, what I, I had. my mouth opened on that one because I. I beat the joy nobody because listen but even as a kid know, you don't know yeah but when i you see don't what know you and like you just just there you want get, listen i'm not gonna sit here and act you want your mom and dad's love yes you, you do want to be loved by yes, your dad you do. every little girl should have the best stories about their daddy yes honestly you know and i'm looking like if you you can even with me having kids Scratch me out the equation. Okay. Just love on your kids. Just love them. Yes. Like give them the best you. Like I, I don't. I know you ain't, but they don't know that. Yeah, you, you the best thing smoking to my child. Mm -hmm. They don't care about that. They just a kid just simply want to, to be, be loved. loved. They don't care about money. They Nothing. don't care about it's, it's time things. and love. Yeah, you can be the brokest man in the world your if you can show him. up. Baby. And you can walk with them you and give them love and tell them how much you love them and how beautiful they are. That mm -hmm. 
can't nobody tell you nothing Mm-mm. when you get older because my dad instilled that in me. Yes. Rather, I might be ugly to you, but my daddy ain't miss a day telling me how beautiful I was. So you think you telling me I'm ugly going to work? Man. I'm to hey, parents, just like the pastor said today. In. When on a caliber of how you feel about somebody, which would be your mom and your dad. Mm-hmm. Nothing can top what they say. I don't care what Absolutely you say. Not. My daddy told me I was beautiful every mm-hmm. day. So if you think I'm going to sit here and believe you, you got to be kidding me. You know what's so crazy? <laughs> because I had to skip past my parents. Yep. I had to go straight to God. I, I, I got to read that word. Because if it wasn't for my grandmother and my grandfather, because my parents done said some things to me that that changed my heart as a kid I look at people differently because of what my parents took me through as a kid um from having to watch my siblings all the things that I had to do responsibilities um it makes you hard it do it makes you hate it do a lot of resentment it do regret man talk about that in there Mm -hmm. I I read that that's what it it just it blew me away Mm because I was like I had to just I had to finish this book. Like, it, I did this in two days. Like, I started and got done, but it, it was only because I had stuff to do, but I could have finished this all in one day. I <laughs> but I just was so blown away because your story, it hit home to a lot of different people. Like, mm-hmm. things that people don't talk about, you talked about, mm-hmm. you said. I had You to. know, and it, it was needed, though. Mm-hmm. It was definitely needed because reading this book, showed me that I got some more work to do within myself because even even not even still having like emotions about things but just I done skipped over like you know ooh, I don't want to talk about that you know it's things that I don't put to the side I'm like I don't want to talk about that I'm done with it I'm done with it you know somebody need it yes and it's just like you do have to do the work you know what I'm saying? Because people don't understand the things that you go through in life. You do got to forgive yourself, too, for making a lot of those choices. Because you, when you understand how important a no is, when you understand how important you just standing up for yourself is, regardless of what, it molds you as an adult, too. Because when you look back and you be like, I got to forgive myself for doing that. Because I had a choice. I think we touched on that a little bit earlier. We were yeah. talking about that. You know, taking your part and I had to. Yeah. I asked God and he did. I was like, ooh. Mm-hmm. I did that. Yes. After the first time, you mm-hmm. didn't know. Yeah. After that, you knew. So it's on you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. You because I'm going to tell you something. This this going to be a hard one for me. And I had to think about something from my childhood. The worstest thing that happened to me from my childhood was I had got raped by a woman, not a man. My first time ever being molested, touched was by a woman, but she was like a teenager. She was, I was a kid. Yes. With all of that. Yes. And I hate to say this to the people who done been molested and raped and all of that stuff. That done held it in, but I had a choice to go tell somebody. I had a choice to say, hey, but this what blew me away, though. Nobody ever said 
that women get molested or raped by other women. I always heard it be about men, I mean, so I dismissed no. it because I'm like, this ain't that it's because it's a woman. But you can get molested by anybody, family, uncles, aunties, whoever. I've been in that know? situation a couple times. Yeah. I don't think I pretty much express it in my book, but you can kind of like hit around to it, mm -hmm. me talking about it. And um, it took me to go to counseling, to, you know, and it's sad that I had to go to counseling. I've been in counseling. I've been in therapy for some years, well mm -hmm. over 10 years. I've been, I, but it has helped me through every phase. So right. I don't know why people act like they're scared to go to therapy and stuff. Baby, I think people scared to tell stories. You will get through some things. Mm -hmm. and that, those therapists that I have got, I felt like God shifted me through a few different ones. Yeah. Simply because they were at different phases of my life. Mm -hmm. They helped me get through it. And it took me to go to therapy to realize you were raped. Mm -hmm. he, she simply looked she said honey you were raped mm -hmm. I'm like I don't know no other way around it you yeah. were raped you've been raped several times and that's why I had to uh, and it's so common yeah. that you you looking at me like what mm -hmm. is you talking about Like that's how I found out I was in therapy yep. because I just I told her I said she was like have you ever been raped or molested I'm like no and she was like okay and I said well I'm not by a man you know or not a man never did anything to me. And she was like, <laughs> right. She, when I said, what I said, she was like, honey, you, you was right. You were right. I told raped. one time and it was to my dad. I was at my dad's house. Uh, me and this woman, she was a, she was white. Mm -hmm. And um, I woke up to her playing between my legs and she's talking about be quiet. Be quiet. Man. I don't know nothing about that. I got up. I was like, daddy, daddy. And my daddy went. Stone cold crazy. Like he went over her parents' house. He like get your nasty daughter. Mm -mm. Da, 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 da. Man. My daughter won't do nothing. Listen, your daughter getting it from somebody because I know I ain't doing it. Yeah. I I woke up out of my sleep and I was in such shock mm -hmm. that you be helpless. But I got up and told my daddy. That's why mm -hmm. I'm telling you a lot of things is why I never wanted a little girl. And I'm not saying it don't happen to boys either. Yeah. But a boy, you can like, hey, yeah, hey, mm -hmm. like, listen. But, you but know a what? girl, it's yeah. like, how do I It's different. tell her this without being so vulgar with it? Like, mm -hmm. you know, you don't want them to be wondering how but, to be raped or uh, whatever. But it's right. just like, yeah. I don't want no little girl. I don't want no daughter. I don't want no daughter. I want no daughter because they're, she's going to experience mm -hmm. a lot of things from people. And people can't control themselves. Yes. Hold on. We're going to take a time out. Thank you all for tuning in to Heavy on the Faith podcast. Please follow the show on Instagram and use the hashtag HeavyOnTheFaithPod whenever you discuss the show because I definitely want to hear your thoughts and opinions. Don't forget to follow and also share the show with your family and friends. Until next time, stay heavy.